0: got a great uh, guest in studio with me this morning. As you know, my uh, recent history in the space of tech, uh, which I'm now just over a year inundated with tech, thinking that I was going to be the one person that could avoid technology and then fell into a tech space um, completely by accident and now fully immersed in the world of tech. And every time I hear of a great tech story, I want to speak to the people behind it. So our guest this morning, introduce yourself, tell us about the product.
1: Hello, my name is Rafael Afaido. I am the CEO of kiosk.app. We are a digital-first and data-led distribution platform where we help connect mom-and-pop shops across Dukas, as we call them in Kenya, um, to suppliers directly.
0: Okay. So, now, this is a really cool product because uh, we were talking off air, and I was like, surely someone would have thought of this before. But what makes, you know, okay, so let's talk about the mom-and-pop shop, right? We interact with, I would say, the vast majority of us interact with the mom-and-pop shop Two three times a week, exactly. Right, if you whether you're buying milk, bread, pack of cigarettes, exactly, uh, a couple of beers, airtime, whatever the case may be, you're buying it at a mom and pop shop. If you go to do your in in the more affluent parts of the city or country, when you're going to do your monthly shopping, you may go to a bigger supermarket. But when the wife calls and says we're out of bread, we're out of milk, you don't run to a a big supermarket. You run to a mom and pop shop, exactly. But a very informal um, uh, industry. Uh, the mom-and-pop shop Mm -hmm. so my first question to you would be i is uh, is kiosk.app formalizing an informal sector
1: exactly so what we're doing is um uh, so these mom-and-pop shops are where really over 70 percent of retail flows on the continent of africa literally um uh, pass through, right? And Kenya is no exception. So these people really suffer from a lot of distribution inefficiencies, right? They're small, they don't get access to formal credit from the financial system. They're almost invisible. Um, suppliers are not able to reach them directly. So suppliers are able to reach their regional distributors or sub-distributors, but then that's where their visibility stops. They don't mm-hmm. know who these mom-and-pop shops are. So things like formal credit to them, for example, is non-existent. Oftentimes they have to shut their shops to be able to go to the market. They wake up at 3 a.m. to go to the market to buy stock to come and sell in the morning um, uh, Oftentimes, the distributor is able to get to them maybe just once every two weeks mm-hmm. or once every week right or twice a week so you'll on go location. there and they'll be out of products ab- exactly yeah. so they are, they're stocked out we're able to get to them two to three times a week so what we've done is to give these mom and pop shops an app right we go there we actually canvass the street literally canvass the street register them give them an app they download their app and now they're able to place orders for their stock and it reaches them twice a week but what that also does for them is that it gives them a trail a history a purchasing history Right. And that history is then packaged and that can then be given to financial service providers who can then be able to give them formal financial credits, right? To be able to stock, expand their working capital. Mm. So think about it. some of the more vulnerable people in our society are expected to build their businesses on the back of their savings, right? But what we're doing is not to be able to formalize that structure and find that we tested it out. Um, a, loans are performing very well and it's just purely working capital loans right but beyond that we're able to now package other types of products and services on top of it insurance services for their their stock in their uh, in their shops insurance services for the the uh, their shops themselves insurance for You know, health, funeral, all of these things are packaged on the app. And then people can actually even buy from them to be able to retail these products and services in the communities that they they reside in. So today we've been able to ramp up the business. We started in uh, 2019 where across the whole of Kenya. And now in four other, three other countries—Nigeria, Uganda, and Tanzania—and and it's really seen significant traction I was because it's ask really you solving that. a real problem for the mom and pop shops, yeah. and also for the manufacturers and suppliers. You're
0: talking seventy odd percent across the continent. So I guess the the plan is to to go across the continent because I mean informal. Uh, shops and kiosks, Uh, they're a mainstay. Wherever you go in Africa, you're going to find them, right? Exactly. Um, So is that the plan, to to expand to the whole continent? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Ultimately, that's the plan. We spent 2020 um, building the business in Nairobi, trying to understand what we're doing, trying to understand the problem better. Because, you know, you you have a thesis about what the problem is, but it's only when the rubber meets the road Mm. that you get a proper understanding of the problem. Mm. So we learned uh, a lot in the process and built a business to six locations across Nairobi. Then after that, in 2021, we expanded to 19 across Kenya. So think of it, name it Meru, Karatina, Voy, Embu, we, we're in all of these places, um, uh, Kisumu, um, uh, et cetera. We're all in all of these places. Mm-hmm. 2022, we expanded to Uganda, Tanzania, and Nigeria, mm-hmm. solving the same problem. 2023, we're deepening the assortments that we're selling to them. So we're going from just supplying um, f- FMCG, packaged FMCG goods, oil, rice, sugar, etc., to them, to now enable them to be able to sell more, with they same square footage of, um, of of retail outlets that mm-hmm. they have, right? So we're packaging things like credit for they themselves and also for the people in the community to be able to enable financial services providers reach people. Like I mentioned, insurance another one. Fresh produce is a third one, right? That we're bringing on board. So farmers will harvest at the same time, and when they harvest, the prices drop because there's just an oversupply of produce in the market. We're trying to organise this flow, right? So we are able to get farmers access to market. Guess what? We already have the market via the mom and pop shops, right? So now we're extending the product to fresh. And so that's what you're going to see on the platform this this um, this calendar year, where fresh produce is now being delivered to the mom and pop shop, and also mm. to commercial kitchens around the cities, etc. Mm. So mm. that farmers get access to better prices. And even that proposition is going to go even further, because think about it. What is, um, what is a silo? A silo is really just a warehouse, right? You need data about the production patterns of the farmers. You can even advise them over time, but we have the data and we know how to move physical goods Right, And mm-hmm. we know how to also store them in warehouses. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to start providing these kind of facilities so that farmers get access to better prices, and we even just significantly increase the productivity of the farmer. So,
0: so, so this is a B2B and B2C product, essentially, right? I mean, you, you, it would appear that you can, because, I mean, I'm as an end user, I would be the end user, but you're also sorting out the, the origination of that product, its route to market, yes. and then into the end user's home.
1: Yes, we don't do the C ourselves, okay. right? So our proposition will always be a B to B, right? But B to B to C. Yeah, we really believe that the Dukas, the Moment Pop Shops, are really the center of the communities that they reside in. If you think about it, they th- tend to be some of the more active economic actors in the communities that they reside in. They're members of the community. They know who to give credit to. I like to say that the Moment Pop Shop owner knows which man in the community has three girlfriends and he knows the one who has three <laughs> children, right? <laughs> and they've got that big book, right,
0: of credit, which you're going to eliminate essentially, exactly. I would imagine, right? Exactly. K- because k-
1: they have visibility. Yeah. And via the app, they know who they've given credit to. And they they know who's credit worthy and who's not credit yeah, worthy yeah, right yeah. and so they can actually intervene in the community in ways that you know businesses from outside can not so using members of the community is super important and that's what the mom and pop shop
0: but what is. was this research I mean this must have been an insane amount of research to get this data that you're now sitting on mm-hmm. uh, which is giving you the ability now to to say we can give a line of credit to this guy uh, we know this guy is going to get fresh produce to from this, this farm to this place mm-hmm. I mean the research period itself because I mean If you walk from here to, say, Kilaleshwar, you will pass 30, 40, 50 kiosks, Mm -hmm. I would imagine. What was the data uh, collection
1: process like? Mm-hmm. You know, so the data is actually out there, right? Any research paper you read online will mention some of the statistics I'm talking about—the size of the opportunity across the continent, across Kenya, the the percentage of Kenyan um, retail that goes through the moment. These are information pieces of information that are really out there. Synthesizing them didn't take that much time. I think the real the real knowledge comes from hitting the ground and actually building the business and collecting data that you can actually you know re sort of used to influence your Mm -hmm. thinking. So Mm -hmm. it's really learning by doing. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, the the high level is, I think the real value we're adding is the fact that we're bringing digital tools and data to solve a problem that has been difficult to solve because micro-targeting is expensive. But via digital tools like the smartphone, et cetera, now we're able to micro-target. And the one thing I have to also add is that we, again, like I said before, we're a digital-first and data-led distribution platform. Where we come into a community we literally find local entrepreneurs within the community who somebody who signs up a warehouse and then plugs it into our platform. People within the community who actually f- mobilize vehicles, which are idle inventory of vehicles, utilize vehicles, um, human resources like drivers, warehouse loaders. Et- these are all people from within the community, mm. right? And then they plug them onto the platform. So you like to think of it almost as if it's um, uh, Airbnb, right, which is the meet Uber, right meets youtube right where mm-hmm. so we bring the youtube capability where we're now able to use the data from what we're seeing to be able to pack a target you know um uh, target product mm-hmm. to particular mom and pop shops mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing more and more of so we're even expanding the capacity of the mom and pop shop to be able to sell more because we're able to look at the moment pop shop and, and say look given the kind of things you saw, just like you see on Amazon, those, Amazon.com. Those who bought this bought that. We can now be able to tell them you can actually push this product, right? With all the supply, we've had, got an, uh, we've got an outlet for you where you don't have to spend a lot on route to market. But we know this outlet is able to push this product mm. because we know the things that the people in this community. So we'll significantly drop the cost of distribution, right? So today suppliers had easily 8% extra simply because they're not able to reach the mom and pop shops sure. who are the real outlets sure. pushing this product out. So really we're, we're digital first and data-led distribution platform yeah. enabling commerce within the community enabling the mom and pop shop generating jobs within the community fostering ent- entrepreneurship within the community because all these people who are on the platform are independent actors they have to form a company they have to put some particular measures in place but we don't do that ourselves yes right yes. we're just a digital no you're, you're the vehicle to get there right exactly. Exactly.
0: exactly okay we take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk more about this I'm really interested because I want to understand how wide the net is in terms of what when you say mom and pop shop we know kiosks but is there like the mom and book the vegetables. All this is—is is this all part of the process? We'll come exactly. back uh, and chat with Rafael. If you have any questions, this is an incredible uh, um, platform, by the way. Um, and is there any like? Well, maybe before we go, how do I access it? If I, as a consumer, can I access mm. the platform? So what we do, you can see the
1: website kiosk.app y-o-s-k okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. dot a p p. That's the website. Um, we're targeted at this point to the mom and pop shop, so you can go to the the. Google Play Store and download the app but then you have to contact us if you have a mom and pop shop so we can actually activate Unboard you, you yeah. simply because we deliver to them to sell to the communities we're not doing P- B2C directly I got you. we're really focused on the mom and pop shop yeah. because ultimately we have to be focused because if you try designing for everyone you end up designing for no one so we've designed for the mom and pop shop yeah. right? and, really and with that singular focus on them and their needs and, and think, solving them
0: I think you said it b 2 b to c they handle the B2C exactly, right. exactly got it okay we'll be right back in just a few minutes Capital FM All the time, and I love it, uh, in in this job I get to meet people and uh, talk about things that not just interest me But that are changing the way people live, the way people conduct business We have uh, long, you know, it's so funny, you go to a kiosk, you never think about what happens for your product to get to that place, right? You know, just, they have my bread, they have my milk, they have my cigarettes, whatever it is, you know this is the kiosk I go to. They always have my brand or my whatever I'm looking for. We don't know the struggle of that individual or that family that's running that kiosk. We don't know that what they go through to get that loaf of bread that you buy twice a week that's hanging in the kiosk uh, window. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You're solving that problem, which is really cool, uh, Raphael. Uh, question I would have for you then, uh, kiosk.app, if you want to check it out, I'm on your website right now, it, um, and I'll just give you the, the the strap line, which I like. It was uh, unblocking unlocking the potential of Africa's traditional retailers through a digital-first and data-led platform, data being the key, exactly. right? Digital is already here, data mm-hmm. being the key. Mm-hmm. You've collected all this data. Is it a one, you know, you can take Kenya, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've, you've, you've got the Kenyan market now, right? Mm-hmm. You you got, can you pick this model up the way you've gotten your data the way you've con- you've organized that process of flow, mm-hmm. can you pick it up and take it to uh, Malawi? Mm-hmm.
1: I believe so. I believe so. So a few things are necessary. So our proposition is really hundred percent digitized, right? So right. at no point do we do anything that is not done via an app a dashboard right so the entire flow is entirely 100% digitized so we need digital technology to be available internet access etc smartphones but the truth of the matter is, these technologies are available in almost all these countries they're affordable smartphone technology is getting cheaper and cheaper um, uh, data is getting cheaper and cheaper and the networks are getting more and more capable right every new g that is released 4g 3g 4g 5g is really a more capable network mm-hmm. and so it's becoming more and more ubiquitous so that's that lay of the land is already there um, the rest is really just a distribution problem, right? Ultimately, um, uh, mom and pop shops in almost all these countries have to wake up at dawn to be able to go get access to their stock, or sometimes they go for a couple of days without getting access to stock. Um, ultimately, things like they lack access to working capital because the financial system does not know them, and then there are people in the financial system who, quite frankly, want to lend to these people if they can actually profile them. We bring so, by virtue of the fact we bring all the all the elements together to be able to bring all these service providers on board to be able to serve them. So the model works very well for them. It also works because we've had a singular focus on these mom and pop shops. So we've avoided trying to solve you know for too many different actors but when you look at the mom and pop shop they have the same problem everywhere you go the beautiful thing with our proposition though is that now that we've been able to solve the the movement of the FMCG goods package FMCG goods to them we're now able to open up this platform to other types of service providers right um to be able to reach them so marketing service providers can reach them advertising service providers can reach them on our platform for example you can actually advertise directly to specific dukas who bought specific things mm. Right, so you're able to reach communities, mm. and even so target it's targeted advertising, extreme, extremely targeted, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, so yes, it, it works very well. We've been able to expand. Um. Uh, from uh, yeah, from August last year, we've been able to expand very rapidly to Uganda, Tanzania, and Nigeria, for the simple reason that again, the proposition remains the same. The local dynamics might be slightly different, sure. But so I'll give you an example of a dynamic locally that is slightly different to payments collection. Payment collection in Kenya is heavily via M-Pesa. When you go to a place like Nigeria, it's via agency banking, right? So we had to solve for that. But that's a very localized problem, mm. right? Because the entirety of our proposition is digitized. We don't collect cash. You know, payment is made, cash is um, uh, banked immediately, et cetera, et cetera. So we just had to solve for that small part, and then it, it ports itself very well.
0: That's interesting you say that. So obviously, sheer numbers-wise, if, if you want to look at it as a, as a percentage or, or a ratio of x kiosks to x number in population right so there's I mean, I'm going to throw a figure out there. It's probably not right. I'm definitely not right. But say one kiosk to every 100 people, for example. Yes,
1: exactly. That's the number we work with.
0: Oh, is it? That's oh, there you great. go. Cool. <laughs> In Nigeria alone, mm-hmm. just by sheer population, the uptake must be incredible mm-hmm. on this product.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it sort of mirrors the size of the population ultimately yeah. because people have to eat and they buy their stuff. Over 70% of retail flows pass through these uh, mom and pop shop networks, right? And like you rightly said, we estimate 90 to 100 um, customers on average for every mom and pop shop. Right. And and uh and yeah, so the way we've looked at it is let's focus on the moment pop shops. They understand the community. They sort of they they form because a group of people have come together and live together within the community and one of them has become the moment pop shop. Yeah. They understand the people in the community. So if we get good at understanding the moment pop shop, they will end help us understand the community we have big ambitions quite frankly we intend to go way further than just the distribution of products and services right we intend to use the platform to be able to do a lot of like you know forward thinking stuff like provide um, uh, even credits within the Mem- to the members of the community even things like insurance health insurance the, um, you know funeral insurance etc the problem the reason why insurance companies struggle to reach these people who need these services more than anything else is that they're very difficult to target right they 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 The ticket sizes are very small Mm -hmm. and and if you're using more manual means then it's it it doesn't make a there's no
0: footprint really right i mean when we talk about footprint google can find me right now they know where i am at six to ten every morning they know what i spend my money on etc there are people that are not using that technology that can't be found Mm -hmm. um final question i have for you rafael and Mm -hmm. once again congratulations because this is obviously a problem um that you saw a solution to which you you appear to have figured out um my assumption, and it's probably a very stupid assumption, uh, is that not everyone has a smartphone.
1: Um, Yeah, so I think, again, these are economic actors, right? So for them, a smartphone, when they see a proposition like ours, is actually an investment in their business. That's one. And the smartphone technology, like I mentioned earlier, is getting cheaper and cheaper. So we're able to partner with other companies like Mcopa, for example. They have That's an example, right? They have asset financing for Mm. things like devices like smartphones. Mm. We, on the other hand, have distribution, right? So what we do is the reason why we call ourselves a platform is we don't do these things ourselves. Like I mentioned earlier, the warehousing service, the distribution, all of these are provided by members of the community. In the same vein, the products and services that move on the platform are actually provided by other companies. What we bring to the table is distribution and targeting, right, so they're able to reach these people. So if if a mom-and-pop shop doesn't have a smartphone, guess what? There's a company that's actually trying to get people to buy smartphones on higher purchase, sort of agreement, put them together, and then it grows. In the same vein, for things like, you know, I'm a, I'm a fertilizer for farmers etc we don't make fertilizer we don't own a fertilizer brand but we know the farmers right so, if somebody wants to be able to get fertilizer to farmers, we know how to put them together. Right. On right. the flip side, the output of the farmer, we know who wants the produce. We know the mom and pop shops, like we mentioned earlier, the same type of um, people who sell FMCG goods are the same type of people who sell, you know, the the vegetables and fruits, etc. In the communities, we know the source of the vegetables and fruits. We know where, where the market is. We're able to put them together and organize for somebody to pick up and deliver to the right place. Incredible. Right. So by, by virtue of the fact that we've given these guys apps so the farmers have apps they're able, able to like tell us things like you know crop patterns um, um, uh, planting seasons etc what they have when we can pick it up etc we have the mom and pop shops they will have the mom and boggers, who also have apps who are able to tell us what they need to sell and we're able to match them, and we're able to tell a distribution company, go pick this app from here and deliver there. And even those companies also have apps. So the drivers on our platform have apps Mm -hmm. that tell them, okay, you go to this location, pick this item from here, go on this delivery route, GPS coordinates, deliver to this shop, this shop, this shop, and as soon as they deliver, payment is made, it's banked directly in our system. So the driver doesn't have to handle cash. When you pull all the elements together this way, A lot of the distribution costs begin to go down Mm -hmm. but i want to say one last thing i think one of the other reasons why we've actually seen a lot of success is also by virtue of the fact that our investors are the export trading group uh, present in uh, about 40 countries across the continent so when we're rolling out in a new place it's actually much easier mm-hmm. you know landing mm-hmm. process in the mm-hmm. place another investor of ours is Mitsui, the japanese conglomerate and so for me the advice i'll give um uh, people you know trying to build something like this not necessarily this but anything is really get in bed with the right partners mm-hmm. right uh, get mm-hmm. in bed with the right partners who understand the continent who have you know understand. The the problem you're solving it makes a big difference, right? Mm-hmm. And they help
0: you when you get on ground in these countries, anyway.
1: Exactly. Supplier uh, relationships, credibility with
0: suppliers, absolutely. You know, banking relationships, etc., etc. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. yeah. Um, as we barrel towards the fourth industrial revolution, we know technology is is the future. Um, you know you said you a lot of forward thinking with the product so what's next for for kiosk.app what's what's on the next two three year five year horizon
1: i'll tell you about what's on this year's horizon and then we can talk about the next years after so this year's definitely really expand the assortment pool we're going to bring so what we've done up until now is do fmcg goods right you know what people eat but distribution is a problem i've also told you about value-added services like credit insurance etc agency banking um, is another one so that the banks know notice on the one hand bank are under pressure to close their high high street locations right because of, of, of fintech etc but at the same time that interface with the human beings is important card delivery mm. KYC know mm. your customer etc mm. mm. our intention is to convert these Dukas some of these Dukas to literally become branches of these banks again because we have access to the data mm. and then we can use them because again remember what I said they're members of the community they understand the community and the data helps us understand the community and which Dukas can actually perform these services so that's what we're doing this time around even e-commerce delivery services right one other goal we have which probably starts yeah this year maybe next year is to enable cottage industries to be able to get nationwide distribution mm-hmm. so you have some woman sitting in kawangwari who's maybe making some local you know kawangwari type soap, and you have a customer in kisumu who wants exactly that right how does this woman get the product to them they can take that product to the local duka, who then we take reverse logistics through our warehouse Send it to our Kisumu warehouse, and it's delivered to the customer. So all these small, small mom and pop shop type outlets or mom, uh, cottage industry types mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. get and access to way, national, national. Africa's distribution. got cottage.
0: Like there are many. Exactly. You go to any farmers market; they have one day per month to distribute their products, and exactly. that's it. This exactly. could be a woman making things in her home, or a man who's doing something. You know. As part time, but you're actually bringing these to the to the forefront. Exactly, Uh, Raphael. Thank you so much for coming in. It's amazing to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you for Uh, having me. Yeah, and uh, you really are changing the way um, you know the informal. Now, I guess we can call it a digital uh, retail as opposed to informal retail.
1: Yeah, that no, we I don't mean? like the phrase informal. Actually, I call them traditional retailers. Okay. So if
0: you notice on our website, chaos.app, mm. um,
1: uh, it's, uh, it says traditional retailers because informal, I feel, feels a bit derogatory. I right? Agree. You know. So definitely traditional retailers. And the goal is really to expand their capacity. So, you know, we're very excited about it. We have very big dreams, like even turning some of these people into outlets for um, primary healthcare. Right? Again, because what is really healthcare? We can actually work within the ambit of yeah. the, the law, right, at the same time being able to expand the capacities of these people. There's a lot we have on our agenda and a lot of we have in the plans and yeah, this year is really to turn the organization from one which is just a platform to an innovation hub where literally a lot of these ideas can bubble up and then we just turn them into squads that go and execute on the ideas. So this year you should see us um, helping with the distribution of f- fashion, beauty, electronics, oh, wow. um, uh, all of these through the same mom and pop shops that already exist. They all have the same problem. Sometimes they have no stock. They can't expand their working capital because nobody knows them. The financial system doesn't know them. They have to shut their shop to be able to go get access to stock, etc. Whether the stock is electronics, pharmaceuticals, all of these things. But with what we have, we can actually tie retail outlet to supplier Mm -hmm. and then formalize that relationship and bring financial service providers and other types of service providers. It's pretty exciting times to live in.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. 98.4
1: Capital FM